through for him this time round. They're going to be neck and neck. Here they are, coming up to six. Has he got space on the outside? Oh, that's tight. That's fast. That's tight. He put an amazing move on Valtteri Bottas there last year. And it really shows you when you go on board how much they're risking if they stay on the outside line at that speed. Oh, he is putting faith into Pierre Gasly there, hanging it around the outside. Nothing doing. This is all bunching up still with the Referari at the front of this. There's Sainz, then Ricardo, then Piastri, all bunched up. Ricardo desperate to make the move, and Alonso trying to sigh his way through the lot of them. A little bit of a. There we go. Yeah, he touched me. Breaking for six. Yeah, copy, copy. Did he say Gasly touched me? I think so. I'm not sure. Like, hmm. I couldn't tell what he said, and I didn't think that they had, had any contact. No. Uh, the for the ladies and gentlemen, and everyone, uh, and everyone, we are watching Fernando Alonso's spectacular overtake uh, on Pierre Gasly in this Brazil Grand Prix, which. No, it's not the Grand Prix. Not the Grand Prix. Oh, the sprint race, that's right. <laughs> Look at me. Can't even get it right. Well, I don't blame uh, you. It's, yeah. it's so convoluted. Who, who knows? But, yeah, so this is into turn one and lap 14. So, I mean, he's pretty far back here. Yeah. So, I think he's just getting... getting A little bit getting of oversteer there. Wheel spin, at least. Into tur uh, turn three. So, good exit, though. He must have DRS here, yeah? Yeah, he does. Okay. So this is turn four, five. Still pretty far back. Yeah, but he goes deep in six and seven here. Actually, not really. No, he's, you, can, you can hear him. He's pretty soft on the throttle. That's why I like this onboard, because you can really hear the upshifts. Yeah, here, eight, eight, here here's he where he sees his opportunity. I wonder if they did touch there. No, that was 13, so they didn't touch there. This is nine. Really slow back onto the throttle there. A little bit of wheel spin. Pokes to the outside on 10. On the outside. Doesn't work. Comes back inside. 11. So he. So you're right. So you were telling me about this on the during during the, right, yeah. the sprint. He set that up. Yeah. Numbers of corners are back. Oh, it's, yeah. Like he, okay, you will get Darius because he's only 0.2 behind. And this, I, th I think this is the, my favorite part. Yeah, because he has to retake... Yeah, and into turn one again. Again on the inside, but he lets. I think he lets Gasly take turn one on outside. Gets a now solid. he comes on the outside. Look how close they are here. Yeah. Goes half off the track. Stays committed. Wheel to wheel out. Comes back. Back out. And yeah, that to me, I I I I'm very confident in saying, there's no other driver who could do that. Yeah. With, with on, that much commitment, with that much commitment, yeah. I'd say. I mean, I'm always going to challenge and go like Lewis, but I'm just going to say like that with that commitment, that far back, yeah. how he, yeah, I don't. You're, that's just master class driving right. right there. You often hear the term racecraft, yeah. right? And that, if anybody wants to understand what that term means, I think watch that lap. What was that lap? Fourteen and yeah. fifteen. Lap, yeah, thirteen to thirteen to fifteen has of the 2023 of, Sao Paulo GP F1 sprint. Amazing. Specifically, Fernando Alonso's. Yeah. So that's Fernando Alonso's overtake on Pierre Gasly. Yeah. Um, probably our Ricardo highlight. Ricardo, point eight. Gasly, point seven. Nine laps to go. Nine laps. 
Yeah, it's probably our highlight. I think probably probably the the best moment of the sprint, but then also just yeah. like didn't get talked about for the rest of the sprint. You know, it was so <laughs> weird because we, we watched and, and welcome to the, uh, the special edition of the F world. Uh, it's good to be back. My name's Walter Foreman. For those of you who don't know, used to be a regular guest of the F world. And then, uh, the real world came calling. I ran out of yeah, free time. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not to say that I'm in school, but I do work at a school. I work at the school here at the university of the Fraser Valley really? where we are recording today. Yeah. Recording civil radio, of course. So, uh, and the Silver Radio 101.7 FM studios broadcasting across the Fraser Valley 92.3 FM and CIVL.ca worldwide, situated on the solid Tamuk, the sacred land of the solo people. And yeah, we're finishing up r- right away after the, r- the, right. Rent, the sprint. So we watched the sprint more or less live. Yeah, yeah actually live. Like we watched exactly, it live. Yeah. And we, just, uh, we basically just skipped the post race. The post, yeah, we I came, race. here we are. <laughs> the, the, the post interviews. Post, post sprint event interviews. interviews. Yeah. They're, they're a weird mock form of the podium. Well, it's, you know, here we are, two, I'd, I'd say, hardcore Formula One fans, and we don't fully understand a sprint. I, I should speak for myself. I don't fully understand how the sprint works. I don't know what to call it. It's just, <laughs> you know, we've had it, what, for two seasons now? Uh, Three, three seasons? Yeah. 2021. And I think the most the most unconfusing one was 2021 sprint season. <laughs> <laughs> so they've tried to make it better for two seasons, and I think they've made it no better. I, I don't think they've made it worse. It's just it's, it's no better for me. It's confusing. I don't know what to call things. But having said all that, I did enjoy watching that, most of it. It was 25 laps or 24 laps. The first four were interesting as first four laps of any race are always interesting. Yeah. There's always a bit of a lull in the middle, and then it got quite spicy there, I think, um, towards the end. There was lots of things going on in the midfield. But as per usual, you, you just said it right there, the midfield. You didn't really see much change after lap five or six no. or the top maybe five. Midfield always gets a bit more spicier. Like, yeah. like that's been the case of 2023. Yeah, it really has, which so, I think is good. I yeah. mean, that, that's, that's good racing. There's a lot of good racing going on in that midfield. Um, it's competitive. The gaps are small. There's overtaking, as of course, as we saw. But to me, the one of the mysteries of that was, and and I think I know why. Now that I've, you know this has happened twenty minutes ago or whatever it was, the, to replays are generally you know short little clips. But to replay that during the sprint would take maybe too much time. Yeah. To, to really do it justice, right? Because you really do need to watch. What was it? The all twelve corners he took to really yeah, fully execute like that. The full lap, right? That, that he takes. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then also just a little bit into the the fifth the fifteenth lap where like gives a place back, and then uh, well, kind of not so much gives a place place back, but well, yeah, he, starts yeah, up the next play. Right. So Gasly, Alonso overtook Gasly. Gasly got him back, and then Alonso got him back. And that was the part where Alonso was like sort of, he was literally half off the track. He had two wheel two wheels. He didn't exceed track limits. But what I really wonder, and that was on Gasly, but had that been on Ocon or Ocon, I don't know whichever you like. <laughs> had that been on Gasly's teammate, do you think Ocon would have squeezed Alonso more? One hundred percent. I totally think so too. I think, I think he would have taken him out. <laughs> but knowing that, and because of course they were teammates, Alonso and, and Ocon. And, yeah. Do you think Alonso would have tried that move on Ocon? Um, I I would like to say yeah. I I think I think he would have. I don't think he would have. Honestly, I don't tried. Know. 
the latter one, like on the on the outside, right? That, on, that, in, that's specifically inter- the point. I'm yeah, like inter- in the last into turn four. Yeah, with he has got Stroll behind him, uh, which we don't see in the onboard, but um, in the actual race. Yeah, Stroll was cast, sniffing around there too. Yeah. He was trying to make yeah. a, a sneaky move behind both. I don't think he would do the last one. Right. But I also think he probably would have. I think he would have done the, the turn 11 one. I mean, he would do something. He's a racer. He wants to overtake. But I, I think he would have approached it differently. That's my point. I think, again, coming back to that term racecraft, a good driver knows what he can and can't do with other drivers. And I think they take that into consideration. So had that been Ocon, I think Alonso would have set up the overtake differently. He would have approached it differently. And I think he would have executed it differently. But because it was Gasly, and, and you, you hear commentators, Brundle and Crofty, saying this quite often, like he knew, you know, he had confidence in whoever it is they happen to be talking about. Whereas, you know, if you come up against uh, Yuki, maybe you're, you're going to approach that differently. These days, maybe not. Yuki's settled down a little bit, I think. But point being, a good mm-hmm. driver knows how the other or has an idea of how the other drivers will react and uh, uh, operates accordingly. Yeah, and especially with like this grid when they really know everyone so well at this point, um, really other than Piastri. Yeah, the rookies. But even now, we're what twenty-one races into the season. Yeah, and only really one. Rook- and only really one rookie is like you have to worry about potentially have to worry about overtaking. Who would that be? That'd be Oscar Piastri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. You're right. He's the only one who has uh, a car. Uh, and the pace, and can get the pace out and of the that car. Talent, yeah. Let's just, let's just cut to the chase. The, well, the time. But he didn't. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, I guess he's the only. There are only two rookies now, right? Technically, because that third rookie <laughs> got rooked. He, however, <laughs> <laughs> however, on that note, I'm not sure if you saw. He signed a really good Nick DeVries. Nick Someone DeVries. was telling me maybe it was you. Te- yeah, technically, F-E. Mick DeVries went back to FE. Yeah, yeah and um, signed a pretty solid contract. Yeah, with an up and coming team. So, so he, did he give up on Harvard? I guess so, maybe. Because it wasn't, wasn't he going to business school? The Harvard, <laughs> Harvard Business School? You got to make money to go to school. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta have money to go to school. So, yeah. I mean, good, Godspeed to you, Nick DeVries, but also back to F1. <laughs> Do this. Perfect. Oscar Piastri is just still better. Um, speaking of he, Piastri, where did he finish? Um, well, tenth, even Liam he, Lawson, he I think, would yeah. argue. I would argue Liam Lawson is mm-hmm. better than DeVries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I agree. So I, I also agree. His his actual main in F one. I should in say F1. in F one. Yes. Yeah. His in his replacement, the actual, the person who has permanently taken over Nick DeVries' placement, Danny Ricardo, just one point shy of the points in the sprint race. One place shy. One place yep. shy, even out of the points in the sprint race so and P nine. Yeah. Which I guess leads to the overall conversation. It's just like, I think we figured it out. I think we figured out how the sprint works right now. Okay. Because luckily at the start of the sprint race, um, which I am going to pull up here, I and technically not a sprint race, sprint shootout. Is, or is it, that the is qualifying? It, that's the qualifying. That's the qualifying for the yeah, sprint. Okay, that, that's the qualifying for the sprint, and then you have the sprint race. Oh, okay. And then you have the Grand Prix race. Is technically <laughs> I think how they say it. Or I, I think, I think it's just I think it's also just the sprint. Um, but yeah. So for those who don't, because you, you were asking about this about tires, because tires yet again with the sprint race comes all the technical challenges, and tires always comes up. We, I think I feel like we talk about tires a lot. Well, I mean, quite <laughs> honestly, it's it's. I mean, I was going to say it's probably the most important part of the car, but uh, I mean, the engine obviously is very important as well. But it's right up there. I mean, yeah. tires make a huge difference. 
Yeah. Uh, the age of the tire, the compound of the tire, it's of course. Like, it's kind of like the, it's, it's the head of the golf club, you know? Yeah, that, that's a nice way to put it. Like, sure. Yeah. Well, it is literally where the rubber meets the road. So, of course, uh, it's going to play a role and, and finish your thought. Yeah, well, I'm trying to find because they have a nice little graphic up here on F1 TV where they actually showed the rules of the sprint race. And I'm trying oh. to get to that point. <laughs> um, but that's more, that's another, well, I, I guess that's the point, the, the part of my point, which is like, so now we've doubled the amount of sprint races that were in 21, 22 from yeah. three to six. Yeah. We're on the sixth sprint race yeah. of the year. Yeah. So we've done this and six last. times. Six and final, right? Six and final yes. one. Yeah. So we've done this. Amen. I'm pretty sure it's the six and final one. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm like, I, there's not going to be a sprint in Vegas, is there? That would be too. Oh nuts. my gosh, it would be so boring. And then um, the place that I don't like to say the name because it gives me bad memories. <laughs> PTSD. Of, yeah, more uh, or less. Of Abu <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where where are we going? Where, where was I going with my thought? We're talking here? about rules. Yeah. Sixth so finally, race, finally, sixth we, sprint. Finally, get to the last sixth sprint. And we finally figured out the formula, formula which is... Well, I haven't. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't figured it out. So, I don't know what tires they start on and what they have to do. And now how does that affect the race? But go ahead. Yeah. Tell me. So basically... School me. Basically, you have your Friday practice <laughs> yep. and, your, and your qualifying. And qualifying have, for the race on Sunday. Yes. And then on you Friday. Have, yes. Okay. On Friday. Jesus. Saturday morning when yep. you'd have practice. Sprint shootout. Yeah, the sprint shootout, which is... And Basically the same thing as qualifying, yes. but instead you have medium tires yep. on in Q1 and Q2. SQ1. SQ1 and, Q, and <laughs> SQ2. SQ2. Here you go. This is almost – it's almost like a bit, but I, I did not yeah, plan it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, and there, it's a little bit – I will say it's a little bit – it's about the same length, I think. I don't think it's – yeah. So it's, it's 18 like minutes. 10 minutes. Or 15. Yeah, something. SQ1 is 18. SQ2 is 15. And then okay. SQ3 <laughs> – is when we get the soft, soft tires, tires yes. and that's only 12 minutes. Okay. So it is it is a now, bit faster. Is um, it that way for the tires, medium, medium, soft, for every sprint? Yes. Is that a sprint rule or was that yes, – are there the unique up. rules to unique oh, circuits? Sorry. Um, SQ is tw- SQ1 is 12 minutes. SQ2 yeah, is 10. Shorter. SQ3 yeah. is 8. So yeah, you only don't have a chance for like one good solid lap, which again, I don't – I'm not opposed to that. I'm even not opposed to that being part of the qualifying. Right. Right? Like having it that short of time where yeah. you just go out, you do your one banger of a lap, yeah. and you hope to God and, and RT and Senna that that's a good one. Sure. And then you, you see what you place. I do also like – I'm not going to compose the traditional qualifying rules, though, because it's just fine for a reason. Yeah. So, anyways, tire allocation, medium, medium, and SQ1 and SQ2, yep. then soft, and I, I'm not sure. I've been trying to find this. If they, if you um, technically lose, I know you lose a tire set overall for the weekend. Okay. But I don't know if that's in use or if that's just in, in allocation. Yeah. Like you're given one less set. That's what I'm. That's what I'm not sure. I mean, me either. Yeah. That's the one part. I, okay. I think one. I think one weekend they did have one less, but I think that was a. I think there was a that reason. Was a one off, maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah. That, I think the only time that they really changed, like, had a like, you need to change change this. Well, this needs to be the change up for this track specifically. Yeah. Was the Qatar sprint because okay. of all the weather and okay. how hot it was, mm. and it was just melting the tires and the and the new pavement. So I mean, honestly, that I do understand that, and that's relatively straightforward. But what I then don't understand is how does that affect the start of the sprint? Do they have a free tire choice? Yep. Okay. Well, this is what it is. So sprint t- race tire allocation, tire restrictions as it says 
are different during the sprint weekends. Yeah. Teams receive 12 sets rather than the standard 13. Okay, so, so my one answer. less allocation, yeah. When sprint shooter qualifying is dry, drivers use blah, 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 blah. There is a free choice for both the sprint on Saturday and the Grand Prix on Sunday. Oh, Free choice different. of tires for both. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And this is only for But the from the same allocation. Yes. For which 12 is less. Of, yeah, one less. So nobody has new soft tires. I don't think so. Right? Because everybody think, used their softs either in, in the sprint itself or, just, or, or, the, sprint or the shootout or qualifying. Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's right. So because of the sprint, we're not gonna see the cars being as fast as they can be in the Grand Prix. Sure. Right? I think so, maybe. Right? Yeah. If I no think one so. has new softs, the cars in the Grand Prix, Grand meaning big, that should be the big event of the weekend, should be the highlight. The cars will not be able to go as fast as they could in the sprint or in the sprint shootout or in qualifying, which happened two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it, feel, it feels like. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm being facetious, of course. But, I, I mean, for me, there are just so many reasons why I don't like this, the sprint weekend. I, I did enjoy watching that sprint race. But to get to that race, we have to do so many acrobatics. We have to introduce so many arbitrary rules and it just the juice is not worth the squeeze which is something i say very often these days <laughs> that's a good that's <laughs> a good one actually i heard well, it's it, a pretty I really com- like that it's a pretty common expression but i it just seems that what's the going on in my life nothing. and in work and everywhere else it's just it's coming into play a lot the juice isn't worth the squeeze like it takes you know 100 oranges to make a glass <laughs> of orange juice right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just so funny. To and me. it doesn't take a hundred. I know I'm being again facetious, but no, true, true, true. And the other thing that this is the one that gets me out of all the t- even the, the tire part things. The thing that gets me is the park for my rules, which is specifically right. on. Uh, I found the sprint weekend here. Park for my is at the start of qualifying, and it it fully ends at the end of Q1 of qualifying on the Friday. Right. So again, we th- that I think that adds to my point the cars cannot be faster because they can't do anything to the cars. Yeah. They can't adjust. Well, there's a few things they can do for safety and reliability, but for performance. They can't change the settings. Right. You can't change the the pressures of things. So the cars will not be faster than they were on Friday. Q1 qualifying. Which was seven months ago. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And in like car car life. Yeah, I hate it. I feel like in car life it it is. I hate it. I hate it. It's just needlessly... Like, you know that they're going, like, I think it was even in Qatar. Uh, was it the Qatar? Or I think it was the Austin Grand Prix, Austin Sprint Race weekend. Um, this guy, Sports, Crofty, and Martin Brundle were just in their most British kind of posh ways of describing the race, which is basically saying it's dog shit because and we're not <laughs> the sprint, all, the sprint yeah. specifically, yeah. and we're not, not doing this live, so we're allowed to swear today. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, you know? But they were just. I, I recommend watching that sprint race. The Qatar sprint? No, I, the the Austin sprint. Oh, Austin. Just I because just because of Crofty. Yeah. Just because of Crofty and Martin Brundle's explanation of why it's so crap. Right. It's like because they, they, they can't say that it is. Of course. Yeah, they but gotta toe the party line. Yeah, yeah. But they're like clueless and like, well it's not the most like exciting one the Well we and had. I think <laughs> this year Austin itself wasn't the most exciting austin I, you and i we watched the mexican grand prix together at yeah. your place thanks for that and i i remember Come saying at the time I, I i might let me check my calendar okay. yeah, let me check okay. my calendar um i remember saying at that time that traditionally mexico is a bit of a sleeper whereas austin's usually pretty good but this year it seemed it seemed to have inverted Flip, whereas yeah 
Yeah. I think Austin was a bit of a snooze fest, like the whole weekend, everything. Uh, I'm sure the atmosphere was great if you were there, but I mean, what we yeah. saw on television. Whereas Mexico was actually quite quite an interesting race weekend to watch on television. Yeah, Mexico itself was. I think I think also because we got a little spoiled with Mexico because mm-hmm. of the great Perez fall um, this year. Th- this year, this yeah. Mexico, yeah. Mexican Grand Prix. Whereas we didn't really have any. We didn't really have that kind of thing in Austin. But I thought I thought Austin was pretty solid, honestly. But then again, I got. Yeah, I got my I got Lewis P two had Lewis had P two until I got dis- the disqualification. Right, Cheater. the whole drama, of the, yeah, the whole drama of disqualification. <laughs> I mean, but that also, but that adds my point that like, the whole reason why, and then even like Max Verstappen went to bat for him, which was like, yeah, of course you're going to get that problem, that degradation, that plank problem when you can't you only set have up the one car hour of practice. Yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah. and he was just like, he's like, like our car setup is all mess, is all you can't change it right. after we drive it really hard all day on on a day. Can't yep. change anything. No, for sure. So, like, even Max was kind of going against that. So, I think it's again, like you said, not enough. Not enough. The, sque- the not juice enough. is not worth the squeeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say that so much, but I mean, like, but I, I, again, I, I I liked watching it, but it, that, to me, it's I because because let's 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 face. Uh, yeah. Like, I think we both can agree that the one hundred kilometer dash, mm-hmm. the actual sprint itself. Yeah is a little more exciting than a, th- a third practice session. It is, to watch, yes, to watch, to watch absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. there's more kind of things happening. Yeah. The points kind of matter in sure. some, some cases. And I'd say, let's excluding how dominant Max is, the, the points, let's say theoretically, the way it's designed, would matter and, and, more. And we should, I think, also comment on the points for anyone who is new to F1 and to oh, the yeah. F world. That's right. The sprint points are very different than uh, Grand Prix points. Not only in the positions that they are awarded down to, as we already said, P8, yeah. but the points themselves. You only get eight points, yeah, I think, so, for winning a sprint. Yeah, so yeah. it's P1 to P8 get points, and then it's P1 gets eight, and it goes down to eight, one. Eight, seven, six. And that, that's kind of old school how it used to be in yeah. the Grand Prix. I, I kind of wish it was day. that. But now you get 25 for a win in the Grand Prix. 25. And sometimes 50. Do you remember that when they had double points in Abu Dhabi oh, one yeah. year? Yeah, that was that was just so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Thanks, Bernie. Finale, it just made no sense. And I mean Bernie Eccleston, not <laughs> Bernie Collins. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bernie Collins is pretty solid. She's starting to do more of, like her own little columns. Yeah, of her yeah. Breakdowns. I, saw, I saw some of that. And yeah. some, there's some great pieces, but yeah. Let's so ending grid of this sprint of this weekend. Uh, sprint this weekend. Sprint race. Ending grid of the sprint race, because I can let it edit that one out. Uh, Max Verstappen, of course, P1, right into turn one, because everyone believed that Lando Norris uh, was going to win it all, because mm. he started had a fan- fantastic pole. I didn't. Had a fantastic Everyone minus me. <laughs> everyone except <laughs> you, Walter. You had a great, bold prediction <laughs> at the beginning. Here, here was my prediction for the sprint. I thought, I thought that Norris was going to fuck up the start, and he kind of did. He had a slow reaction, and he did get overtaken right away, but I thought he was going to, like, really mess it up like almost stall like anti-stall yeah. i thought he was gonna really mess up the start and i said fuck up just because i could swear but i don't have to <laughs> i'm like i'm like the will smith of the f world i don't have to swear remember will smith used to always say he didn't have to swear in his yeah. Raps? yeah yeah uh you can edit that out if you like no no I so that's a good, that's i, I a good thought, <laughs> I'll, thought I'll, I'll i'll edit out the 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 um, explanation uh, okay <laughs> cool cool, cool. Yeah. so i thought norris would really mess up the start and that in doing that uh Perez would have to like take evasive action and I thought he was going to collide that he would get a good start and collide with Verstappen I thought the two Red Bulls were going to collide and then Norris would screw up the start that would put him back and then I thought the Mercedes were going to come up and lead that was my prediction 
Yeah. And I really I really wanted that one really, to happen. The only thing that, that happened was Norris had a bit of a slow start. Yeah. 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 That's I think he got the graphic they show was the reaction time and he had a much slower reaction than Max. But the other graphic they show is the zero to two hundred kilometers time and his time from zero to two hundred was actually faster. So he had better acceleration uh than Max to two hundred at least, but Max still got ahead. But uh, his reaction was much, much slower. Yeah. No, this is not that's not a bad little. What, what, what do we got going on here? I put a little put a little smooth fall coffee jazz. All on right, to music to soothe the nerve. savage souls. Yeah. Calm down, Walter. We were we're a little okay. we're a little worked up we're over the stupid sprint formula <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, so that was my prediction. Didn't happen, but as you said, Max did win the sprint. Lando did hang in there to finish second in the sprint. Seven points. He came in uh, about four seconds behind Max. Just, just which, over four. It's not terrible, I suppose. I, I think he could have probably pushed to get closer, but why, right? Yeah. Say, like, You're not going to get more points for being closer. Yeah, <laughs> e- exactly. And, and yeah, and then I don't have to add on that. It's just, yeah, totally. What, what, what's the point? Yeah. You know? Um, and then Sergio Perez had a return to kind of typical, well, where, where I think his, his best usually is to finish in P3, just 13 seconds behind uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, for First reasons, time on the podium since Monza. Yeah, on a podium esque thing since. Yeah, Monza. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. That's it's, it's funny because we were, were when we heard that. I think my first reaction was saying, "Well, that's not too long in the grand scheme of thing, things if you think about it." Right. But uh, it is kind my of long. reaction is in that car. That's a long time because he should yeah. be on the podium. He should be in P two every single race. Yeah, he has no reason not to be. Barring you know. Some weather mirror. or someone hits him, but Terrible. if he's driving solid, he should be in P two yeah. at least he's every single been, race. He's also been kind of like he's also been kind of done over by some of their qualifying strategies and uh, some like sometimes yeah, a couple of the strategies. You know that everybody in Oracle Red Bull Racing loves Sergio Perez. You I know, know that yeah, because no, there's, that there's videographic evidence. That's true. <laughs> that <laughs> is so true. <laughs> and if you're wondering what I'm know. talking about. They, the team literally put out a video called Why Everybody in Oracle Red Bull Racing Loves Sergio Perez. That's the <laughs> title it, of the video. And put it on the right ahead of the Mexican Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> it felt so weird. And it's three minutes and 11 seconds long. Oh, my the, God. The length of it, Some you know, there were some tinfoil hat conspiracists saying that it was a, uh, a, a bit of a burn, actually, because the running time of the video was, I think, 3.11. And 11 is Perez's number, but three is Ricardo's number. Oh, my God. And so there was this compi- is it Do you have the video up? Um, Can you find it? See how long, if it's I have 11. one that's 11 minutes long. 11 oh, maybe, minutes, oh, three uh, seconds. That's it, yeah. 11, yeah. Oh, sorry, I got it backwards. I'm dyslexic. Okay. 11 <laughs> minutes and three seconds. So 11 is Perez's number, and yeah. three is Danny Rick. And so people were saying, oh, that's the hidden message that Danny Rick is going to take Perez's seat. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> I don't know. It just looks so bizarre. Yeah. It just looks like they have him sitting here. And it's I've not watched the whole 11 minutes, but I've heard people who did and they said it's like the same three people on the team talking and it's clips from like the last three races. It's not even from the whole season. So it's obviously hastily put together and yeah. released and like honestly if I'm Sergio Perez and I see that, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't I you know. So anyways, I really don't know like it it really it really does feel like a saving face moment 
you know just or like i don't want to say that but like i, I don't yeah. i don't know what it is you know what let's just move but on congratulations to... <laughs> to him he's back on a podium-esque and we'll see what happens tomorrow but i'm sure something bad will happen yeah i don't know where it's going to be though do you think do you think Kate? Okay, do you think it's going well, to i don't be... even know where he qualified that's the other problem like because qualifying was 17 years ago yeah, he qualified ninth yeah <laughs> so okay by the way yeah so qualifies ninth Mm, so he's behind Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, George Russell, Lewis Hamilton. So he's B five. So Hamilton Norris. He's, he's got, not going to be on the podium. He's got nope. he's got Piastri, Nico Hulkenberg. But that's the question: What causes him that podium? Is it Perez's driving? Is it is it weather? Mm, do you well, think it's do you think it's what, tire problems? What? And I I watched Quali, but I can't remember what caused him to be P nine in Quali. Overall, was yeah. the red flag. Did he get caught out on that red flag? Okay, so like, we don't. Literally, everyone except for Lance Stroll got caught. We out don't on the red really flag. know his true pace. Then, well, we do. So, we know what his true pace should be. It should be within two tenths of max, but it's not. Yeah, uh, well, let's see here. but I'm going to say he's not on the podium, and it's because he's starting in ninth. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get past Norris because that McLaren, in true Grand Prix race pace, is fast, 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 and I think he's not going to. Who else is ahead of him? Piastri. Um, Science no Piastri's behind him. Then, oh, then who's, who's ahead of him? Oh, he'll get past Hulkenberg. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who's ahead, is Hulkenberg ahead of him? No, he's behind him. P eleven. Who's so ahead, of ahead of him? Is Science Norris Russell? So it's Science in P eight, Norris in P seven, Russell in P six. And who else? Keep going. Then Hamilton P five, yeah. Alonso P four, yeah. Stroll P three. Oh well, yeah, Stroll P three, Leclerc P two. Uh, but no, no podium. Yeah, Perez will not be on the podium. I think. The I think. Stroll's going to drop down somewhere. He's going to take. He's well, going. Of course to, he is. He's. I don't know. Where, I don't know where he is. I don't know when or why. Do you, okay, that's that's my question. Okay. We somehow, folks, we will get to back to the the sprint. But I want to. I need to be to ask. Fernando Alonso P four. Stroll P P three. Hamilton P five. That's your. That's where they are. That's where they are okay. right now. Yeah, yeah. Does Alonso overtake Stroll on the first within the before DRS gets enabled? Oh wow! Um, He's got two laps to do it. Yeah, probably. Alonso's a a phenomenal starter. Yeah, phenomenal starter. You know, given his age, he's the oldest. I think the oldest driver on the grid this year. No one's older. Is Lewis older? No. 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 So he's he's old, right? Yeah. And despite that, he still has great reaction time. And he's a just a ferocious starter. So yes, absolutely. Starts on the inside too. So Stroll is on the dirty side of he's the track. On the outside, yeah, because yeah. because uh, Interlagos is that one where it's counterclockwise. It's another. It's just another reason why I love it. It's it's you're one right. The, the pole position is on the dirty side too. Yeah, it's yes, one of the few, yes. It's one of the. It's Who's one in P two? P two is Charles. Yeah, I wish it was Lando. Because that would be great. That would, that be, would great. be great. And depending Lando, on the age of the tires, had it with, Lando had it in him. Oh, it's so upsetting. Depending because, on the age of their tires, which nobody knows because it happened twelve years ago, and no one has new softs. Like just oh. yeah, because like life's so bad because Lando Norris had it in in him on pole position. Oh, for sure, his his Q two time was faster than anybody's qualifying time that entire what? day. Guess what it was? One ten oh two. You're saying. Dead. And I'm not you, looking you, at you, it. You, you got it right on. I'm not looking you're, at it. No, you're not. No, you're, I know. I remember. Well, I looked 10, it up. One, one, ten, uh, one minute ten oh two one. Yeah, I knew so, that. Oh two, <laughs> and then Max is behind him. What would have been one ten, one six. Right. So point he was one six yeah. two. So he yeah. was, and he was he was point zero two, and Max was point, point one, one six. six. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's significant. Yeah, and then uh, so his, the car is fast. Yeah, and then his qualify his one quality lap was one Norris's one quality was one eleven point. 
nine eight, which is because they were caught in out. Q3. in Q three. Yeah, because the weather. Yeah, if you've not watched qualifying for the twenty twenty three Sao Paulo Grand Prix, watch it because the weather is. I think I can only use the word that everyone was using. It's biblical. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. frightening. It was it like was actually crazy. a grandstand blew down. Did you hear that? Yeah, I, yeah. I actually yeah. Uh, my father sent me an article on it this morning. Yeah, that, that it blew down. Yeah, and even Charles Leclerc was even saying that it was so bizarre. He had never like I'm not sure if you heard his uh, yeah, on in, his radio where he was like right. it's like glass sometimes, but it was like it was rip. raining, but it wasn't raining. Yeah, because it hadn't started raining at that point when he said that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. was it the surface was that felt, qualifying or was that the sprint shootout? No, that was that was qualifying because he was saying because. Um, <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be the theme, the convolution sprints. There you go. You know, Contrived um, convolution. That's the name of the episode. Okay, contrived, contrived convolution. convolution. Yes, convolution. Uh, sorry, you were saying? Leclerc? Um, but Leclerc rain, was saying ice. that, yeah, that it felt... He'd never that, felt that in his career, I think he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah that he hadn't felt that... The, he felt that the, the surface was like driving in the rain and ice. Yeah, so I think the humidity probably just skyrocketed, right? Yeah. So the track probably was wet from the ambient uh, moisture in the air. Probably. That's my guess. That's yeah. my guess. And the track was, and the surface was really cold. Yes. Yesterday too. Yeah. Yeah. And then but today was like forty five degrees. When, yeah. It was, track surface. It yeah. Was maybe warm. the air temperature was twenty eight. Yeah. So it was very warm, clear, sunny. Yeah. So I hope it's like that tomorrow, but we don't know. Could change. But we also don't have tires that were that will. Yeah. Really prove. Well, I mean, they have yeah, the mediums. So but. and if it starts raining, then everything's out the window because then we're gonna maybe be on the wets. But it seems. F1 doesn't allow the drivers to use the wets anymore, yeah. right? Well, because they'll just red flag the race or safety car it, or they yeah. won't let them race. Yeah, that's 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 the next one. Is the where do you think blue wet tires? Do you, do you, <laughs> who do you think is going to cause the safety car? That's the who is going to cause the safety car? One of the houses. One of the houses. Yep. Mm, yeah, I can see that. I I and I, it's not that I'm a Haas hater. It's just but it's just that I mean I I give them kudos for upgrading the car as much as they are doing although maybe not much for Brazil but as much as they are doing as late into the season as they are doing it they brought upgrades to Austin I believe they brought upgrades to Mexico and I think they did bring a small upgrade to Brazil they brought a tweak yeah like an end yeah. plate or something so that is a a lot of upgrades deep into the season and that's just because they kind of have to because because whatever is their base now yeah becomes their base for 24 so really it's for just it's just a like cover yeah yeah okay you know i i don't i don't really give them a lot of credit for, for that because they they like if so they, you're saying the things that they're bringing to this car will be on next year's car essentially oh, yeah. okay like not necessarily typically that's not the case right that's why we see teams stopping upgrading the current season car when they focus all their attention and shift it to the next season's car but I think that that's tip, that is typical. That's typically the case. what happens. Yes, but, but you, it's different. You kind of saw next year? You, you saw it last year into this year too. Yeah, where there was a clear development trend, and then there was just kind of an evolution on that. You saw it like let's let's look at like my favorite example of the W thirteen and fourteen, where at the end of at the end of last year, around Brazil. For those of you of you don't know, that's the black Mercedes that was terrible and then less it was terrible. Sil- silver Mercedes. Was silver. it silver? The yeah, 12 last was year silver. The okay. thirteen was silver. Um, the twelve was black. Yeah. Um, so going back to that, in Brazil last year, it was a race winning car, and it had uh, they had changed kind of somewhat of the of the tapering of the side pods. Yes. And then they brought that style into the W fourteen 
this year. Which is this year's car. So they had the right? vertical, yeah, this year's black car. Yeah. The vertical, more tapered, wider, wider outside pods. At the start of the season. At the start of the season. And then midway. In the midway, they changed They went it. to a normal car. They, yeah, they went to a one that works. <laughs> what they should have done three years ago. Yeah, what well, yeah. they should have done at the start of this year. Right. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you do see that. And you know that. So then now you know that that's going to change it. You know that right. like, the Austin off upgrades that they brought, um, that Mercedes brought uh, this year worked really well that's a blueprint for the next season so yeah. there is always kind of one austin's always usually the last upgrade spot one of them until like brazil for a race win right, right. but well you know you mentioned that the the mercedes car i was low-key thinking that hamilton might win the brazil grand prix i i was thinking that he'd win the, i thought he'd grand slam the weekend now i'm not so sure yeah i but before like and i, I say that that was before quality even. I think just maybe after practice, I thought, oh, okay, because there's a precedent. George Russell, his only race win in Formula One was last year at the Brazil Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we know the car, at least last year's car, was fast on this circuit. We know that Hamilton has been having a great year, like a great year. There's he has considering. He has an opportunity to be P2 in the Constructors' Championship or yeah. in the Drivers', Drivers Championship. Champ- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, just imagine. Just imagine if we can <sighs> I mean, he's got Brazil, he's got Las Vegas, and Las Vegas, pardon the pun, all bets are off. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen there. Brand new circuit, street circuit, Vegas. And then we got uh, the place I don't like to talk about. And probably Hamilton doesn't like to talk about (laughs) it either. We won't talk about that. We won't mention it. But so he has a chance to do it. Yeah. I like. I hope he does. I hope he does too. Yep, me too. So he's sitting right now. Perez is two forty six, and Hamilton is two twenty two. So had Hamilton not been disqualified, he would have passed him already. It's a conspiracy. They hate yeah. Hamilton. Yep. I. <laughs> I don't. I'm really, for it. I'm I don't, the, I'm I don't really believe that. Uh, Abu Dhabi twenty one, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I don't believe that overall. But yeah, you are wearing yeah, a, a four four in LH. Yeah, yep, nice. I believe I believe in this. Uh, this is my Tim Foyle hat. I th- but here's the thing, though. This doesn't it doesn't make sense because like the argument for the for the Hamilton conspiracy and is pro Red Bull mm. of the like they just want the Red Bull championship, right? And even I've kind of voiced the agreement of that here on, yeah. on the show. But I've been thinking about this, and it just doesn't make sense because if they want a Red Bull dominance, yeah. Then wouldn't you want Lewis to have won the eighth championship, cement oh, yeah, the greatest not, of all time, and have him retire so then he can't? My tinfoil hat is not that they want to boost Red Bull; they just want to keep Lewis down. Oh, so to keep they him don't in? want they don't want the Golden Boy Schumacher to be surpassed. I I can I can in do in, that. in championship. Of course, he has been surpassed in race wins. Yeah, Hamilton has the most race wins in the history of the sport, but in terms of championships, they are both equal on seven, and I yeah. think. And I don't really think this, but when I like to just, you know, talk out my ass about conspiracies, to me, it's more that rather than wanting to promote Red Bull. I think they just want to keep the memory of of Michael Schumacher being a seven-time champion and no one being better. I can can agree. That's my take. I I can agree. Not that I really believe that, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can do that. My my mini conspiracy theories that they know that they'd lose a lot of uh, North American viewership if Hamilton were to retire too quickly. Hmm. So that's why they prevented him from winning the eighth to keep him in the series. Is Maybe. that what you're saying? Maybe that's a neat take. Yeah. That's a neat because take. If you think about it, what, he's the biggest. He's one of the biggest stars out there. Yeah, like, but he's not American. No, but he is black. 
Yeah, and he's and he's he's uh, Brazilian though. Yeah, he's honorary Brazilian. Yeah. And we don't know so. if that means he actually has a passport or if it is just a title. But yeah, yeah. So there, and he's you know it's Lewis Hamilton. You yeah. Know? It'd be it'd be kind of like. It'd be kind of like LeBron being like, "Yo, I'm ready to retire." And the NBA realizing that they lose so many young viewers, viewers because LeBron's retiring. He's the oldest player in the NBA. Did I you know that? Currently, yeah. Currently, I he just is. heard that the other day. Huh. Yeah. LeBron. Yeah, and he still does amazing. Speaking of Mercedes. Speaking of Mercedes. How did Russell do in the sprint? Where did Russell finish? Russell comes in right under Sergio Perez in P4, picked up a little nifty five points. Um, yeah, I looked. I think Russell's the best example of. Mercedes just continued on the Mercedes idea, like where they looked theoretically sounded strong into this weekend, and then not this. I felt this was like a very different than yeah, even, me too. E- even in qualifying, Lewis was whenever Lewis would set his fastest times was going up to P two until you know everything kind of fell down. So and he got caught out in the the rain, yeah, so to speak, yeah, yeah. And Russell too caught out, and then just sprint. Didn't look like they had no. The pace. Uh, well, it did for the first couple of laps, right? Russell was challenging Norris. There was some back and forth there. There was a bit of yeah. spiciness. He he passed him right. So Russell him. was in P two. He Russell was keeping within a second the DRS uh, of Verstappen. Although DRS isn't enabled uh, until the second lap in a sprint race, uh, whereas it's the third lap it's enabled in the Grand Prix. But he was keeping within that one second uh, gap, if you will for i think the first four or five laps so there is pace in the car and they were russell at least was extracting that pace but then it went away so it, it is i think probably the tire issue yeah and yeah. lewis was doing had some good interesting back-to-backs battles with uh perez in the first bit there yeah and then right after yeah and then right around lap five or six they both started dropping back so the one thing i noticed of the mercedes in the in the sprint at least was that it, it was spectacular out of low speed corners it got just a launch out of oh. low speed corners so yeah. maybe that was causing it to put a lot of stress on its tires and wear the tires out faster yeah and and looks and lewis got you know he got overtaken by yuki sonoda and charles yeah. leclerc and a r- yeah. rough thing which i'm not going to say anything bad i don't have any hatred for that because yuki yuki challenged in some great spots yeah, yeah he drove a good a good sprint yeah, he drove a good sprint, and this is you know, and this is why I like the sprint is because it gives more chances for the drivers to who might get caught out in the rain um, on tire strategy or yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. They give them a more chance to score points and to show some talent. Because yeah, because if if you didn't have this, if we didn't have these kind of things, you wouldn't see as many Yuki highlights. Mm. But I also don't necessarily agree with. I just don't agree with the shootout. It just adds too much that you don't need it. But like the sprint itself, cool idea. Yeah. The 100, so, the 100 kilometer dash is cool. How, Everything just, else is done. How about this? And I know we, we've talked about how to fix the sprint. Every every F1 podcast in the world has, has f- talked about how to fix the sprint. So you would think that F1 and the FIA could make some sort of bot and AI that would listen to all these podcasts and find <laughs> the best idea. So if that bot is listening, here are my two ideas. One of them I've said before here on the F World. The other one, I haven't, because it just popped into my hungover little brain right now. I'm so scared. (laughs) (laughs) So the one I've said before, and I'll say it again, FIA, bots, and AI, listen up. Put the reserve drivers in for the sprint race. Right? I would love to see the reserve drivers in. So imagine, and I don't know who, who is Red Bull's reserve driver. It's technically Danny Rick, but they lent him to 
Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri. So um, I don't know if they have one now. I but they just, didn't they just sign someone? Yeah. So Te- whatever, whoever Lee that, let's, let, let's imagine it's you, Taryn. Yeah. So imagine you, Taryn, getting to drive Verstappen's car. <laughs> and imagine the viewers getting to see somebody with not much experience, but enough experience to be an F1 reserve driver in that car. To me, that would be exciting. The reserve drivers. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, that's the idea I've said before. Because I could also secretly crash the car. Well, and we're in, we were in the chances enough. Yeah, yet. there is that. Yeah, and, but, that and actually, but, but to be but honest, that, but that would I think that would cause the, that's the only real negative is that it causes almost too much of a risk for the race but day. There is still a, a risk. Drivers, there right? is still a risk. Like the collision we saw in the sprint shootout, was it with uh, Ocon, Ocon and, and Alonso? Alonso? That wouldn't have happened if they were just doing free practice. Yeah, right? fair enough. So I, I think the sprint, the shootout, and the sprint itself does bring up a lot more chance for destruction and, and, and breaking the cars, and we've seen it. I think every sprint, or at least on a sprint weekend, I think every one we've seen some collisions. Now, the other idea I've had, and this is this speaks to... So the sprint itself is okay. I think you and I agree on that, but it's the lead-up to the sprint, so the shootout. Here's my idea. You know, people talk about reverse grids. You've talked about that. People have talked about this, that, the other thing, but here's my idea. Put their keys in a bowl... And just draw keys at random. <laughs> now, of course, F1 cars don't have keys, but keys in a bowl is yeah, a whole different thing. Wheel, Google that. <laughs> make, each, make, make, make each steering column have a different type of lock See, on it. See, there used to be parties back in the day where everybody would put their p- keys in the bowl, in the bowl. And you would pick a key out and then you would go home with the person. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, just randomly pick. Just randomly pick. Just a you, randomly AI-generated grid. Or... Have the fans vote on what grid they would. No, that wouldn't work. Just a randomly generated grid. That's my idea. Yeah, because every fan would choose Lando Norris on top of the the grid. Oh, Lando Norris. Something about that guy rubs me the wrong way. I I don't – it's the sudden rise of, like, the meteoric rise of how much people seem to endear and love him right now. Mm. And it's kind of like – if you want someone to love in F1, there's Alex Albon. Uh, yeah. Love him. He's lovable. He's, he's great. He's nice working guy. hard. He's. I think he's the hardest working man in F1. I can give you that. I'd say Carlos like, Sainz. There might be people who exercise more and whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying during a race weekend, there ain't nobody getting more out of their car on a relative basis than Albon. He's getting more out of that car than Verstappen's getting out of the Red Bull. I can. I can. Because Verstappen is just driving the Red Bull. You know, he's getting the maximum out of it, but. I say Alon- uh, Albon. I almost said Alonso because Alonso usually Alonso does usually this. Does this yeah. yeah, he's getting more out of it. Yeah, yeah. He's usually putting that anyway. Um, to answer your que- your earlier question about uh, reserve drivers, yeah, it is technically Liam Lawson, oh, Zane Maloney, nice. and Dennis Hauger. I don't know those, those other two, but I'd love to see Liam Lawson driving Verstappen's car in a sprint race. I, right, right. That's value. But to see Verstappen driving around again in a car that he's driven on Friday that hasn't changed. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, but it it's not it's nothing special. It's nothing different. If you want something yeah. different, put the reserve drivers in. Yeah, which by the way, Verstappen's going to break five hundred points tomorrow after tomorrow. I mean that that that'll. I'm guessing that's a first in F1. No, I don't think it's a first. It must be because this is the longest season ever, and that's why we're doing that. Yeah, that's why I, the points are so high. There's so many yeah, races now. I don't think it's a first. No? I mm. think it's. I think it might break the record for most margin from okay. like Lewis's okay. previous record. So Lewis had more than 500 in a season? We're I thinking think so. Maybe? I'm thinking. And, I'm, and what I'm about sure. the, the Red Bull constructors? They're going to pass 700 points or something? Yeah, something like that. So no. Okay, so I don't want to see this. 499. 
seven. They're already past seven hundred. They're already past forty-five. So they're going to so, pass eight hundred. So Sergio Perez. I mean, obvi- obviously, you can tell. You can see how much because of you know, it's seven. He's got two forty something. He said. Yeah. So Sergio Perez has two forty-six. Max Verstappen has four hundred and ninety-nine, <laughs> and and Red Bull has seven hundred and forty-five. So you can. You, you, it's easy to follow the math. Right. However, it's still just ridiculous yeah. that. Some guy has 500 out of 700 points right. of a team. The team yeah. <laughs> it's well, just like again, that's unbelievable. To, that's a little bit like Alonzo and his teammate Stroll. If Stroll would just score a reasonable amount of points, uh, Aston like, Martin would still be in third, or f- they'd be ahead of McLaren. Is my point? Yeah. I forget relatively where they are now, but McLaren passed them, surpassed them. You know, I just, on, on that note. Yes. Because uh, speaking of McLaren. speaking, of, speaking no, of, keep, keep going. So on that on that <laughs> note with, with the stroll. So because uh, he he finishes P twelve um, in the sprint behind Fernando Alonso P eleven. Uh, so out of the points, not getting not picking up any, but I, I would agree best best overtake of the day, especially, especially probably the most likely the year. Um, craftiest overtake of the year. Mm, yeah, I'd say like Fernando Alonso that overtake, and the one that I come back to a lot is Carlos Sainz in um, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, Pierre, Ga- funny enough, on Pierre Gasly yeah. too, where he where he juked him to the side. Oh he, yes, he, yeah. he made yeah. him. Lo- yeah. yeah, he he made him believe he was going to go out, yeah. and then he cut in on yeah. the last moment. Sold him a dummy. Is yeah, what he dummy uh, Brundle him. would probably say. Yeah, That's yeah. but I love the word juke. Great yeah. use of the word juke. Thank you. Thank juke you. and jive. Juke and jive. Yeah. Very nice. Um, but. I I remember at the beginning of the year yeah. I got in a little shit with you and Marianne oh. for for kind of being hard on Lance Stroll as I am I'm the one that I'm the hater. Wait 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 wait. <laughs> Are you implying I defended Lance Stroll? That can't be. Continue on. Yeah. Tell but me your was, memory. It was more about it was more about like the placing of him and okay. like his scoring ability and yeah. I remember it's not like a, like I remember saying I just want like look he should be scoring. At least P six to yes, P ten. I agree. Every race, right? Nah, and then I you and Mary, yeah, you and Mary Andre were like, "Well, he's got the car to go at least one to five And I and I remember just saying, "That's not the point. We uh, know that, but like he has the ability be, right. to go six to ten. Yeah. And if he had gone six to ten, which right. would have been, um, I think it's it's you know anywhere from he'd five, have forty or fifty more points. Yeah, forty yeah. fifty more points, which and, would keep them ahead of McLaren. Yeah, yeah, yeah and totally probably probably would have kept them, but. Uh, depending on how you would have, how Ferrari would have done, you know, I feel like Ferrari is always an X variable or X factor in um, totally. the, the the year. You never know with it. Probably would have been kept them in the big three. Are, 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 yeah, yeah. Those yeah. forty points. Yeah, and yeah, sure. I think Fernando being able that competitiveness in Ferrari. No, totally, to totally. Be, to be doing that, hundred percent agree. I'm surprised that three. I didn't agree with that at the beginning of the season. But I have to hear the tapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have some. So, but no, um, what's another another fun thing? So, okay, so after George after George Russell, Charles Leclerc, speaking of Ferrari, yep. being an X-Factor, uh, P5 with four points. Yuki Tsunoda, after some good overtakes on Lewis Hamilton, despite Lewis kind of petering off there. Yeah, yeah. Um, P6, and Lewis I, in P7. And, and just before we do move on, I think to give some credit to Yuki, he was not far behind uh, Leclerc either. Like he was no. knocking on his door. Yeah. So there's point eight surprisingly point? some pace, at least in the sprint in the Alpha Tower, because Danny Rick did okay, not points as you said, but I guess he did okay. Was making but a good comeback. They points. qualified poorly in qualifying for the race, and I guess maybe that was because of the weather, but I don't think so because they got knocked out in Q one. 
if I recall correctly. Yeah, they just... They got knocked out in Q1, so sucked. there was no pace in that car on Friday, but it was relatively racy today in the sprint. Yeah. It was sprinty. It was relatively but, but sprinty. Q, but Brazil's Q1 was pretty spicy. Yeah. Like, like, like Brazil Q1, Max Verstappen takes it right with the 110 four, three, six. in Q3, right? In, in, no, this is, is Q1. This is, oh, this that was is Q1, Q1, sorry. 110 okay. point, 1 minute 10.436. Yep. Um, Ricardo is 110.843. So four tenths. So four tenths. So, half and then, a second. Almost yeah. half a second. Um, which was, you know, half so a second off, but that's P17. And, yeah, that's okay. And, and, so half a and, second and, between that. That's yeah. tight. That's and Bottas and P18, a 110.955. And yeah. not until Logan Sargent hits the yeah, 111. 0.035. Poor bastard. So it's like, if you think about it, it's tight. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. There, there isn't even a full second between Max and Joe right. in P twenty. Right, right, right. Like it's, it's yeah. eight eight tenths. Yeah, off, yeah, of, tight. off of P P one. So, yes, like everyone looked kind of racy at that point. Um, in, yeah. in a way, all pretty yeah. competitive with each other. Um, if you if you think if you look at it that way, but still, it didn't look but yeah as complete. Sure, definitely since I think they put like the the. Ever since they took the power unit changes, yeah, that car's been. I think. The they, I, I think. I think. Yeah, the Alpha, the alpha Tower. The Alpha yeah. Tower. I yeah. think took the Red Bull power unit. <laughs> Can't just say Alpha because it could be Alpha Romeo. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so so yeah. Uh, back to your boy uh, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton P seven for the four four. Yep. Yep. Technically for the t- the two points, uh, for this. But, but we should we should check the news. Has he been disqualified? Yeah. Just in <laughs> I, case, check. I, refresh I, the page I, I, there. I have to be refreshing. <laughs> so nothing. And a smooth uh, operator, the five five after the four four. We got the five five coming in in eighth place. Carlos Sainz for Ferrari. Ferrari, uh, half a minute or so behind Max. Yep, thirty five point one zero six for the last point, and then Danny Rick, the smiley boy himself. Uh, coming in with uh, behind Max thirty five point three oh three, so just about just a couple. Yeah, tenths. he was he was he was uh, knocking on uh, Carlos Carlos's Smith. door there. Yeah, yeah, they had a good little battle between the two of them for a number of laps. Yeah, that, I think that was the longest time that someone stayed on on them in the broadcast because that was the most exciting time. Yeah, for, like, definitely. Four they had minutes. some ongoing. Yes, some back and forth. Some yeah. Good. Good racing there, again, in the midfield, as we alluded to, I think, at the start of the uh, episode today. Yep. Then following Danny Rick, the second Aussie on the grid, Oscar Piastri in uh, P10. The last typical point getter for the Grand Prix, but not for this case. Right. Uh, yeah, another one. Really, you, you want to talk about, like, drivers and car and car differences, right? Like, Lando Norris and his McLaren and Oscar Piastri and his look yeah. very, like, I want to say different. All weekend long, mm-hmm. but like kind of not not too too uh, it, bad. It seemed to me that whenever I would see an onboard shot, and of course you can if you like, if you have the F one subscription, you can go on and you can watch the entire race through an onboard camera of any driver you want. But whenever they showed an onboard clip of Piastri during the F one the world feed, it seemed like he had a lot of oversteer. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look like he was really like. In tune with the track. This, yeah, something. This week. A lot of wheel spin, a lot of oversteer. Yeah, That's it, is, it is a very tech. It's my. It's like it's a very technical yeah, it's, track. It's, it's, it's I love it. It's, it's a fabulous it's, one. It's an old school classic. Um, it's a short one too. Like the as we were talking, the quality times are in the one tens. So it, it goes by quick. So in a race, you see a lot of lapping going on, which brings back markers into the race, which can add some spiciness. 
Which we didn't uh, see Masa any. Masa 08. Yeah. Oh. Right? Or 07, 08? 08. 08. 08. Masa, Masa 08. Yeah. It was all about the la- uh, the the back markers, right? Yeah. I um, It's really Timo funny. Glock. Because I, I think I was telling – I think last time you were here um, on the show, I was telling you those of you watching 2008. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got – I'm actually on Singapore. Oh, I'm, is, I'm, is, yeah. is 08 the crash gate as well? Oh, oh, Damn, 08 oh, was an eventful year. Oh, it is crash gate. <laughs> and so it was really funny because I was watching, I've been watching with my uncle. Yeah. Uh, also going to get him through 2016 yeah. uh, a couple of times too. Nice. And uh, I was getting through 2008 and he was like, is this the, like that really famous crash? And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Is, this is the crash yeah. gate. Yeah. Um, so I haven't watched, I haven't watched it, but I, I've watched every race with, for the context of crash gate. Mm. And actually understanding Crashgate now, sure. And so I can't wait for the one weekend I have to watch it and just in, in Singapore. And that and was, I guess, kind of midway through the season. And then it was in Brazil where where Lewis the, won it, yeah, and yeah. because um, of a backmarker, yeah, yeah, in the rain, yeah. 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 Speaking of backmarkers, because we predicted some in, in the sprint, um, because yeah, of how short it is. That's thank you. That, that's exactly where I was trying to go with that. Uh, we will see it certainly in the race. I thought we might see it in the sprint, but we didn't. The very last place finisher in the sprint, P20, was hmm, Logan Sargent. And he was uh, almost 61 seconds, so almost a minute and one second behind Max. So, they're, of course, they're not lapping 110 during the race. That's a qualifying time. But they were 101, one minute and one second. So they're getting close. I think if they had, you know. A couple more. So we're definitely going to see. My point I, I, is we're definitely going to see. P, well, of course, you lap, see it every year. About lap can, 30 then. Yeah, maybe roughly. Who knows? Things yeah. could, you know, there could be other extenuating circumstances. But I, my point was, I was a little bit surprised that we didn't see it in the sprint. But I guess now we know why. Yeah, hmm. that explains it. On to on back markers, though. Yes. Do you, I like because in specifically Austin, mm-hmm. I think Lewis probably could have won the race. Oh. I think it was, which would have made oh, the yeah. disqualification more terrible uh, because yeah. of that. <laughs> but I think he could have won it, but. In everyone, Austin. Kind of, everyone in Austin, but everyone mm. kind of seems to say, "Oh, you know, like there's something with Max and that." But to me, what, to think here. What, what makes you say that? I, well, I'll say what makes me say that he didn't win it. I'll say that is the fact that he didn't. That too, but <laughs> and I he was say continue. That, that, well, <laughs> I, I blame I blame I'm the just, rules. I'm on just out. pushing you. Oh, I know you are. Right. So I'm letting you do it. Thank you. But um, I say that he could have won it if it was not for the back markers, okay. because they specifically pitted Danny Danny Rick yeah. at the, near the end, yeah, um, to give him soft tires, uh-huh. even though Danny Rick was for, in the points, uh-huh. and th- so they could take try and take fastest lap. Fastest lap, okay. But they spe- Danny or Yuki. Danny. Okay. Danny Ricardo. Yeah. Um, lap 47. Pits for soft, soft oh, tires. Oh, it was Yuki. They did that with Yuki in Mexico. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's Danny Rick. Mm. Yeah. Danny Rick's second one. And that back marker is what, A, gave Max Verstappen DRS uh-huh. to get out of it, yeah. but also, B, held Lewis up, and uh, Lewis couldn't get You're DRS. Interesting. Cause, 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 mm, I'll have to go back and watch that. Max gave Danny DRS so that he couldn't, so that Lewis couldn't get him good get drs mm. and so to me i think that's something like not, beca- not because yeah. it costs lewis a race yeah but because it's done this for other drivers too yeah. back markers you shouldn't get drs yeah i've always said that yeah back markers, I've always you shouldn't be you shouldn't do that drs is only if you're on the lead lap yeah, yeah and i also 100%. think i also think <laughs> that's that, a no-brainer to me yeah yeah i'm glad that we agree on that i also think that going forward and this isn't just to like put like you know any sort of anti-red bull thing I would say the same thing. Like I would, for if say Williams did that to 
Mercedes, knowing yeah. how close their ties are. Yeah. But teams are teams. Teams, yeah. You sure. should not. It is a team sport. Yeah. You should not be like, if one team in one organization has two teams on the grid. Yes. And there is, I've looked this up, like on the sporting regulations, there is a whole section about teams and, and ownership in that. Of course. There is special rules put in place to decide, to basically discourage yeah. the teams from of course aiding each other right you can for fair competition team orders have always been in f1 and they were kind of sometimes under the table but now i think the regulations allow team orders within a team but you can't have team orders between two teams yes but that's what i'm saying is that yeah, there's, there's there is rules specifically to prevent to, that to or discourage it prevent it more more discourage it. yeah it's yeah. more kind of like okay you we know you did it is it like cheating how right. you did it? So right, like, and so in my in my so helmet Marco is, picking up the phone to call Alpha Tauri and friend, say, give pit Danny yeah. so that we can get DRS behind him. Right, should and we're not, not saying that he did that, but yeah, that but kind of thing shouldn't happen. But yeah, I'm saying is that I don't think it's out of the realm of disbelief that something like that happens between those two teams. Right. I yeah, also yeah, don't sure, think sure. it's out of the realm of belief that it would happen with Mercedes and if Mercedes owned as much as. Williams, Williams for Williams. Right, right. I think every team that has the two te- has two team a sister team on the grid would probably do something sure. like that. But there are reasons why r- these rules are in place. And for instance, there's the one where it was a direct impeding Max would have been direct had a five po- place grid penalty against Yuki, mm. and they somehow right, AlphaTauri no didn't get right. didn't yeah, get sent they, in. Right, right. They because, I, I remember you and I did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. the guy was was told not to go, right, right, or he right. didn't get didn't the memo from Red Bull. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, and so like, if, the, if these rules are in place, it they should be held up and firm. And I think they, the stat should be critically looked at is mm. when when that yeah. happens. Yeah, so interesting but take. I'm just saying, cost Lewis a win, mm. but um, but it didn't because he was cheating. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, like a little floor plank. Technically, technically, so did Charles Leclerc. I think it's very interesting that um, like he, he, I think Lewis made a really good point where he just kind of had kind of said like, how come they didn't check every car? Right. Um, that was supposed to be in the regulations for the sure. check. They only checked three instead right, of five. Right, 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 right. Right. So it's kind of like wishy-washy rules. Um, but whatever. I can be grumpy about that all the time. Where where was I? Oh, Fernando Alonso, Lance Stroll. P- on behind him, Pierre Gasly. Uh, P13 for the sprint race in Sao Paulo. P14, Esteban Ocon. And then Alexander Albin takes over the as 15th. And he made up a few places, so I'd like and to uh, I'd like that. the record to show that Alexander Albon did make up some places again in that Williams, whereas his teammate did not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he I don't know what he even did. He got, yeah, he got P twenty. They did like speaking of a team that had like no pace, but this was this was a, a track that was, is not going to work for them. A lot of a lot yeah, of mixes of high speed to yes, low speed yes, corner yes, yes. corners. Yeah, did not get. I did not have but, any hopes for Williams. Yeah, well, I mean they qual their. They qualified for the sprint. Their sprint shootout grid place, I guess that's what you call it, sure. was 19 and 20. Yeah, terrible. And, and so Logan started the, the, the sprint in 20th and finished in 20th. Uh, but Albon started in 19th and did get up to 15th. So maybe, where did he qualify? He, in general? That's why I think that just like you don't need to I think have. it's the gap between like. Like I just don't, I just don't like qualifying being on Friday. ahead of everything. Same, yeah, and Same. I don't like so do that. The... There's two forms of qualifying, right? That you, so there's two, there's two back-to-back events that are the same fucking event. Yeah, 
right? At the end of the day, it's the same event but with different yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just want I just want the hundred kilometer dash. Yes. Either Friday right. evening or Saturday right. morning, and, and then just this, randomly assign the group. Yeah, and then put park Ferme. You know, put, well, even honestly, even that, I think I think they should be allowed yeah. to adjust the cars after the sprint. Yeah, I really do. Park Ferme. Yeah. It, it does sound like park Ferme is going to be adjusted next season. Okay, cool. They're going to change because they they did. I think they announced at the end of Coda or um, Qatar that like yeah, clearly the park Ferme rules is not working, but they just don't want to adjust it. Right. So hard because again, it season. comes back to my point: the cars will not be as fast as they can be on the Sunday race. Yeah, and the Sunday race is the highlight, and F one is the pinnacle of motorsport. But we cannot see the cars being as fast as they could be on Sunday, and I did, that's to me that's that's bullshit. Yeah, uh, Alexander our album uh, qualified P fifteen. Okay, and, so uh, and the traditional qualifying, proper qualifying. For so Sunday. he's going to start the race on Sunday in P fifteen. P fifteen points for Albon. Yep, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. P ten. I'm thinking. I'm saying P ten too. Yeah. I don't think. Ooh, I think he, he could get. Or P nine. He. I think he could get P eight. Nice. I think he could. Oh, I, I think hope he's, you're right. He's got the grid to get to P eight. If you okay. look at the only one that would really kind of change that for me would be Oscar. Hmm. Oscar P ten. Oh, we know he's at well. Based but on we what know. we saw in the sprint, he's having a bit of the car's a handful for him. It seems. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, Oscar can he, you know he went through the he, maybe he just needed maybe, he'll adjust. maybe he just needed the sprint at full throttle speed to practice enough, and now he knows that he maybe. knows the track. So there maybe. you go. There's a benefit with the sprint race right there. Okay. Um, but yeah. So and then running up and then so I guess I don't know if P15 would be this or if P16 is the best of the worst, technically. Because uh, 16, 16, 17, 18. 19, 20. 16, yeah, that's 17, five. 18, that's five. Fifteen is no, sixteen they raced or they sprinted on the mediums. Yeah, I right. like sprinted. Sprinted, sprinted? makes this. Okay. It's going to take me a time to adjust, but sprinted. Sounds yeah, I'm good. trying to. I'm trying to use the separate word sprint it. as much as I can. <laughs> exactly to separate it in my brain. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so but, they sprinted on the mediums. Yeah, they were the only. May uh, there was someone else. Uh, was Sergeant was Sergeant, on, yeah, and like yeah. there was just you. You just so saw quickly. Do you think that was a data collection exercise for the race? I wouldn't be Maybe. surprised because so because this is the thing so. They were showing pace on the grid in the shootout, and even in qualifying yeah, 10, two, yeah, two quali- yes. Oh, Hulkenberg, Hulkenberg qualified quite strongly, I thought. Yeah, and he only just just barely got ecked out of um out of out of out of where Q3. did he finish? He finished P eleven. Okay, um, just two hundredths. No, oh, okay. Uh, two so tenths, he almost two, got two, two tenths. Sorry, two behind. Tenths, yeah. um, two tenths is still reasonable. Yeah, he was um, in a ta- he's in a good. So attacking. he almost made Q three in a Haas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's done. He, he likes that track. He he's very good on look, that every, track, right? He every he got race a, he loves that track. He yeah, that's true. But he <laughs> performs well at that track. Yeah, I think he got a pole for Williams at that track, albeit rain assisted. But uh, I think that's Williams' last pole. I think was Hulkenberg at Brazil, maybe twenty thirteen. Yeah, long time. But anyway, so Magnussen Hulkenberg uh, qualified P. Sprint qualified, yep. 
P11, P12. Sprintified? Sprintified? Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, P11, P12. But they, but then they finished just, the sprint quite poorly. Yeah. yeah. 7, 16, 18. Yeah. For Kevin Max in that yep. same order. But you just really saw no pace in those tires. Like, right off the yeah, bat, the medium, they, yeah. like, they had no pace in right. those medium tires. Were they older mediums? I don't know. But if that's, if you're thinking that that's roughly... Which which you know, way did the tires go this year? So this year's medium was last year's... Hard. Hard. Or soft. I don't no, know. I no, I which way soft. did they shift? Uh, I think they shifted Because they added one compound also, and they shifted everything. It's also everything. track specific. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> but that's always been that's always been the case though since they the, every single like even when we're watching 2008 they talked about how the ultra softs um oh, yeah, the were softs, were those. the last year's soft okay or something mm. and then and that's what yeah. happened this year yeah so that's what i'm trying to figure out is this year's medium what was that last year and i can't remember but it didn't look some, like a great tire yeah this year. some some tracks it's last year's hard must have been some tracks it's last year's soft must have been hard Pretty much every track that had the new C5 uh-huh. um, tire, the new or the C7, I think it is the yep. new soft tire. Um, that there's only been like three or four tracks. Is there a C7? Maybe that's the whole thing. C0, is that, one, two, three, four, five. I guess. Yeah, C, C, C0 and C7 are the new ones because yeah. they have to choose. Is there a C6? Um, I think there, I think there already is, but it's a, it's a different classification. Classification. It's a whole. There, there's a whole. Vi- there's a whole explanation of yeah. Pirelli. I didn't know there was a C7. I knew there was a C0. I thought it went C0 to C5. I thought. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Is that there was a a jump? Okay. With the new classification attire, I think has something. C6 has something to do with the classification attire they were trying to put in last season. The, okay. One of their test tires. Oh, okay. And I think that's a classification like. Technically, the test tire is C6. so they're not running that tire this year. No, gotcha. No, no. So gotcha, that's gotcha. that's the one you know, when they you know when they have like this is the tire um, test day, day or yeah, something yeah, like that, like yeah. they did at Silverstone and yeah. that. That's technically I think C six so, or seven. Yeah. Okay. Don't people don't quote me on this. I may be incorrect. Or do and or, tell us you're wrong. Yeah, uh, that I'm we fine are wrong because then at send least us, we know you're listening. Yeah, send us an How email. How would they get in touch with us? Well, that's so great that you asked. You just send us an email <laughs> at thefworld.pod at gmail.com or you Instagram, you message us, DM us on Instagram, fworld.pod. Yep. Uh, on the, How about on a Discord? That, uh, Discord? Do we have a Discord? We do have a Discord. You can find that link in all the bios of our social medias, awesome. including our Spotify. It's just the F, or you can just look it up, just the F World Podcast. I bet you if you Google the f world you'd find us you pretty easily honestly yeah. i've been trying i've been testing and so yeah which Please by the do. way we got over homie in belgium homie in belgium you're here get hold of us i wish i wish but um you're gonna say we got three we got like a, we got three i just realized listens? we just got 300 yeah. 300 we we hit 390 downloads nice. recently so how many pretty, episodes are we on um, roughly? this would be 33 hey go <laughs> <laughs> nice you know it would be it would be um where, where were we? Yeah. So then after Hulkenberg, we have Valtteri Bottas and Logan Sargent. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think, I guess my overall point with tires, though, is that um, they change every now and then, mm-hmm. and it changes depending on the track. Typically, any time that there's the new soft tire that mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. trying out, then the medium was the old, the, gotcha. the soft. And yep. then, yeah. yeah. The it's C5 a bit, bit of a sliding scale. Yeah. But then they always keep the same. They keep the same. C's so they always have like C one is hard, C three is medium, C five yeah. is soft. But C five, C five and one. Lower and... numbers were soft. No, no. C zero is the hardest tire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Guess I don't know. I think it's speed dial. I don't, I don't... Look, I'll be honest with you. I've gone over these regulations numerous of times. 
it doesn't. There's no real reason why well, the numbers are the way they you are. You know, and and my brain, just the way my brain works, I would really just prefer if they called it like they used to: the soft, medium, hard, and ultra soft. Yeah. And well, it's hard. a compound scientific. Com- yeah, I know. C C zero compound zero. I get that. Yeah. But I think for the even for me, who considers himself a a veteran fan, if nothing else, and a somewhat knowledgeable fan, I hope. But I think for the new people coming into the sport, just call it soft, medium, and hard. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be a lot easier to understand. Yeah, and way nicer. Don't I mean, you think? Yeah, I, think. I, I look. I'm not. Or am I just being facetious? No, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me, it'd it? just be easier. Just call it soft and ultra soft and hard and ultra hard. And yeah, maybe. that's that's where I stand on it too. Yeah, and, and the announcers do. The broadcasters do. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't call it. Oh, and, and he's coming out on the C1. Yeah, no one says that. <laughs> I think I think to a point the the name is always technically always a part of it too still, uh-huh. but it's just like the, the oh so like the C three soft and yeah the C it's essentially that four like, ultra soft yeah okay gotcha. yeah it's, it is they're, they're all it's all that's the problem they're all interchangeably part of it and, and me and you know I'm I'm not just a, a a racing fan I'm a car guy quote unquote so to me whenever I hear those numbers I just think of Corvettes because that's how Corvettes. Yeah. <laughs> Our, so the current generation of Corvette, the mid-engine Corvette, is the C8. It's the uh, eighth generation of Corvette, yeah. and the previous one, of course, was the C7. Yeah. And, and the sort of the C4 Corvette was the sort of first generation futuristic-looking one. So the the C3 Corvette was the long, the C3 Corvette spanned three decades: the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. They kept oh, the same right. design from 69 to 83. Is that like the Stingray? <laughs> That's the like one the you, in, like in school. Boogie Nights. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, the C three Corvette. That's nuts. Yeah, that's a good Corvette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six sixty nine to eighty one. That's a long time to keep the <laughs> essentially the same design. Yeah, probably just the engine changes up and. Uh, yeah, there, there were changes, little tweaks here and there, but it's that same basic big fenders and yeah, that yeah. classic style. Yeah, my my uncle had an old, I think like sixty seven or sixty nine Stingray. Cool. So well, 67 would be C2, I think 69 would be C3. So yeah. different generations there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was speaking fast. of C's. Yep. Speaking of C's. Uh, and finally, yeah, we uh, have Valtteri Bottas at P19 and Logan's Logie Bear, Logan Sargent P20. Valtteri looked to be spitting some oil. I didn't see and it, then, but then, we heard Albon talking about it. Yeah. yeah. And then nothing ever came up out of it. No. And we saw a puff of smoke coming out of uh, Gasly. Was it gas? Yeah, one but of the Alpines. Yeah, that but was, we didn't couldn't quite tell if that was a lockup or a puff of smoke. But it looked like a puff of smoke. To it, me. it looked like kind of like, like from the engine. Yeah, it looked like like an exhaust thing. Yeah, but like typically you don't see blue smoke like that. Yeah, so I, I thought maybe there was a problem, but who knows? Finished. Finished. Oh, so. and I also thought that Perez jumped the start. Oh, you know what? That. But if if it wasn't called out during the sprint, I'm sure it didn't happen. But you know the overhead shot of the start that they always show in the replay. To me, it looked like he was moving before anyone else. So maybe he just had a better reaction time. But I thought he jumped it. Um, and that, speaking of reaction time, I wish they'd show the reaction time for all the drivers. You know, that they show nice. so, like they did show the reaction time for Verstappen and, and Norris because we talked about that. Norris's re- reaction time was slower than Verstappen. I wish they'd show everybody and make everybody's and make it a stat on the website. I, I just, for me, that's kind of an interesting stat to see the reaction times. Yeah, yep. I think if I have, looks like it you're here. doing some Google foo. Yeah, I am trying to find the replay of the start for you. Yeah, 
Well, uh, I'm sure that he didn't because if he had, you know, it would have been the stewards would have noted that. Yeah, I don't know. So, but again, that there's so much. So stuff maybe that he just had a really, really killer, kick-ass reaction. Yeah, yeah. point. His was only point one six instead of one five, so it didn't make the. Did the, Did you uh, have a list of the reaction times? Do you know that, or are you just no, picking that number? I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying oh, because cool. it's not as fast as Max, yeah, so that's why they didn't get shown. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, that. Yeah, it was. It's it's always so weird too because you know it has the a little bit of elevation in, in that one too. So he could it could yes. look like he's going faster because he's heading down or true, yeah, true. Yeah, the, the, that's it, that's an interesting part of Brazil is that the the people back I don't know where it starts, but the guy in P twenty the person in P well the guy because there's no female drivers in F one yet. Uh, the guy in P twenty is uphill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. So here, so I have it here. All right, let's, let's see, see if we can um, start it. No, he gets away pretty. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again at home. I mean, it's hard to see. Yeah. He's in a bit of a shadow, and I, like I said, I'm sure I'm wrong. But it was just my initial thought when I saw that first replay. I'm like, holy cow, he jumped the start. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Max. Verstappen's reaction time is, as you said, 0.15, whereas Norris, and there you go. But Norris is faster to 200k kph. By, like. 0.2 seconds yeah that's two tenths strong. that's that's significant in that short yeah. you know the amount of distance they're traveling to go from zero to 200 kilometers per hour is a relatively short distance it's between the start finish line in the first corner yeah. four seconds and <laughs> and so despite having the slower reaction his car actually was accelerating quicker yeah and i think that's what let him kept, keep a lot of mm. um speed into the corners yeah so but like that inside track you know what my favorite thing about the sprint is what? There's a race on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's all not the end of the weekend. Right? You know what my favorite? We get to do this again. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing about the sprint race is, and then this is going to be kind of my wrap up statement. Okay. Is that that was the sprint race in 2021 was my actual first article in F. In, oh, uh, nice. The cascade that got oh, nice. published. Yep. And it was how you and I met. That's right. That's it. Was your because email? I responded to that article. Yeah. Because I am an F1 fan, and I read the Cascade, and I saw that article. I'm like, that's great, because F1 at that point really wasn't so big getting the here. coverage. And I sent you an email, yeah. and I signed off that email by saying... Yours in racing. So <laughs> that's how it all... That is how it started. So, like, Brazil's always... And I'm very happy one. that you've taken that over. I'm, I'm honored that you use that as your sign-off, and I encourage you to do that for your career. Uh, just give me a shout out. You know, when you're rich Every and famous. Time. Okay. Just say, <laughs> yeah, you know. When, takes off. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. you write your memoir. That, that's going to be my that last story. Minute. That's yeah. going to be the last moment. Yeah. No. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I will always love a sprint race in Brazil for that because, you know, well, you it, know? it helped so much with what I was doing. And it is a fun one. It's got, it's got really everything you want in racing. Brazil Sprint 21? Yeah, I'm gonna watch that Bra again. Brazil Sprint 21 specifically, okay. but yep. also just like a Brazil Sprint race. Mm. You know, just it's if there's one track to do it, it's Brazil, this one. Yeah. Um, the should, classic finale. I should also just say, I know you want to wrap up, and no, I, no, but I just want to say very quickly, Marianne, we love you. I'm sitting in your seat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you do. I do like that you take take her spot when she's not here, and so he's even got the green mic sock. So nice, I do. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that is all the drama of this F1 sprint and qualifying this whole weekend fuck show of a, a fiasco <laughs> the good news is there's a race on sunday <laughs> the good news is sunday 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 be there be there <laughs> be there
That, is that the quote from the kind Simpsons? Of, yeah. Like like, oh, you're we'll sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> that, oh my God, I, that's a. I gotta take that one. That's well, it's, one. it's 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 not it's not mine. It's just the classic thing from you know sports <laughs> yeah. and movies. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but like the sport movie the movie sport kind of like advertisement it's, mm-hmm. i always wish that's actually how cool it was <laughs> yeah right it's, yeah <laughs> it's, right yeah they usually just go like go cheer on your bc lions right. <laughs> well, you know what they say yeah. sell the sizzle not the steak exactly right <laughs> so but speaking of everyone tune in to tsn to watch the lions uh play go riders in, in, i mean lions oh, there we go <laughs> i'm from saskatchewan oh uh, so no, i, no, I you have know to what? say I'm like, legally bound to say yeah, go riders. My baba was from Saskatchewan, and mm. she was still a Lions girl because she like we were you have an here. orange Mike sock, and I have a green one. There we go. Lions oh, riders, riders. Yeah, <laughs> classic rivalry. Classic rivalry. Now becoming friends over fast cars. You betcha. Yeah. So, anyways, that's all all the time we have for the F World. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, you can always find us here on Civil Radio, uh, 101.7 FM, 92.3 FM across the Fraser Valley, and CIVL.ca worldwide. And we always broadcast on Stalo Tamuk. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for more. So come in on the Monday for the post-race show. And um, yeah, we're also ho- hopefully... Yeah, you glad on. to be back. I probably won't be on that one, but I look forward yeah. to my next appearance here on the F World. Yeah, but hopefully you'll be there for race day. So. Yeah, I'll check after I we'll, get off air. We'll check the. We'll figure this out. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so stay tuned for more. To the homie in Belgium, thank you for always downloading first, and uh, as always, yours in racing. <laughs>